everybody. What? <laughs> I was about to ask you how your cough is, and I realized I got to announce what the date is. Yeah, so what the date is. Hey, everybody, it's February 15th. All right. 2024. Jeff, before I ask about your cough, I want to mention our good friend, Brian Curry. Brian Curry, again, selling real estate all over San Diego County. He's looking to sell your home. If you're up for selling your home, he'll get you the most forward. And at the same time, if you want to stay in San Diego, guess what? He'll find you the perfect neighborhood. So many people that you hear all the time saying, I'm leaving. Can't afford California. God, can't afford it. Getting the hell out of I'm here. I'm getting the hell out of here. Well, if that's the case, Brian Curry's your guy. Don't forget, he's the one that wins all the awards. He's the best in the business. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, now would be the time to go because the equity in your property is probably you're tr- at a you're pretty right. good high. You're right. And it's going to be a drag to see you go unless you're somebody that I talk about in about three minutes. <laughs> but uh, if you got to go... Man, I mean, leave with good memories and a full wallet. Yeah. Uh, buy, Brian Curry, buy a jacket. Yeah, buy a jacket wherever you're going. Go to Big Sky Country. Go up there and, and join the cast of Yellowstone. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care where you go. Dave doesn't give a shit. We got lives to live. Go ahead and leave. Traffic sucks. Go ahead and leave. Please. Start now. God, just call 619-251-1588. You don't even, until two minutes ago, you didn't even know you were going to move. But guess what? Yeah. You're like, well, think oh, about it. I wore out my welcome with Dave and Jeff, so I better go. <laughs> hey, trust us. We're not the only ones. We're just the ones classy enough to tell you. You need to fucking go. Get your ass out of here. You're dead weight. <laughs> Take your wallet and leave. Just don't be that person that leaves and just rips the shit out of California on the way out. Go ahead. None of us are going to follow you. We're not going to follow your Instagram. We're not going to follow your, uh, I almost said chit chat. (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck chit chat is. We're not going to follow you. Yeah, we're not going to follow you on TikTok. Once you break the county line, you're a memory. That's it. That's the way it goes. And, And a memory we just forgot. So... You could be like a boy, Steve Verissimo, who leaves, rips the shit out of California. But every time I see him on a, in a picture, he's in California. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> pay your, get it, pay your taxes, Steve. Pay your taxes, Point Loma. Now, Steve's different because we love him. I love Steve. Steve can hang around forever. Steve's the one guy uh, <laughs> that left. Al Horton, we ran him out of here. Of course, in the cold. In the cold. We miss Glenn Geffner. Yeah, we did. We miss Johnny Dever. Yes. Pat Gaffey moved and came back. Is that right? Yeah, he's back. You always hear, once you leave, you can never come back. Well, we brought him back because we love Pat Gaffey and a handful of others. But uh, some of you, I don't know that that anybody's going to notice. If someone told you to fuck off, probably a plan for you to leave. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and cancel that daily paper because your paper boy is just going to be boom against the garage for six weeks. Nobody's going to even know. Uh, give Brian a call. Boy, aren't we positive? Yeah, it's all right. We're doing yeah. the show really late tonight. I was going to say it's late. We're probably jacked up on cold medicine. <laughs> Don't worry about why we are this way. Uh, give Brian a call. Tell him David Jefferson. 619-251-1588. That's the number we told you, but again, you ignored it. So here's the third time. 619-251-1588. Dave, I have a question for you. Yeah. I have two questions for you. Do you want to know why I'm running for public office? Oh, are you really good? It's about time. Or do you want... Uh, are you going to run as an independent with no chance of winning? I think I will win because I'm going to tell you exactly right now the three platforms that I'm running on. Okay. Actually, I'm going to run on four platforms. Okay. 
Okay, I just made up the fourth one right here. The first one is we're running late tonight because for three nights in a row, there's been insane car accidents on both the 5 and the 805 at like 530 in the afternoon when it's still light out. So I don't know what's going on. So, Dave, the first thing I'm going to do when I am voted mayor. Yeah. And I will win in a landslide. I know it is if you are responsible for one of these accidents in broad daylight that happens between the hours of 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. and impacts everybody's drive home, yeah, we're going to publish your name in the paper. <laughs> well, I don't know if the paper's well, the way to go. Well, then we'll publish your name online in social media. Bob Smith was responsible for you being two and a half hours late yes, because he was using his phone on the 805. If you'd like to visit Bob, you can find him at 123 Main Street, National City. I tell you what, streets are going to be a lot safer. Jim Betancourt somewhere right now is nodding his head. Yes. <laughs> Nothing like a little public shaming. It worked fine in the 1800s, and we're bringing it back in 20, I'm all for it. 2024. So if you do something that impacts your neighbors, guess what? We're going to tell people it was you. We're going to point the finger. That guy, that asshole. Uh, the second thing I'm going to run on is no horses within three miles of the Tijuana River Valley. Okay. Third thing I'm going to run on is I'm going to find the money. <laughs> going to go right by that one? Yeah. Okay. We're just, we're just moving the horses okay. out. I'm an animals guy. The third thing that we're going to do is we're going to find it somewhere in the budget, probably take away Kevin Faulkner's pension because he didn't do jack shit when he was here other than lose the NFL. Yes. Get a job. <laughs> He's always running for something. Yeah, him and DeMaio, that dipshit. Anybody on this that listens to this show, if you vote for that fuckhead, Carl DeMaio, don't ever talk to me in public. Don't ever reach out to me. There is not a bigger loser in this town. Corey Briggs, DeMaio, Faulkner, they're all the same guy. Yep. Get them all out of here. They should move. 619-251-1588. I'm going to take Faulkner's pension. Yeah. And I'm finally going to resolve the issue of flooding at Mission Valley, at uh, Fashion Valley. Okay. We're going to take care of it. That'd be it's finally going to be done. It's never happened. And then, this is why I think I'm going to be a great mayor, because I'm going to get all the local politicians on my side. Okay. I'm disbanding the six-foot rule at Cheetahs. <laughs> <coughs> There's a cough. All right. I was like, how do I get the... How, how do you get the perfs? How do I get the politicians back? I was yeah. like, well, what those two guys get fired for? Oh, because they broke the six-foot rule. Well, okay, fuck it. That's gone. You don't like it, don't go in. <laughs> so, again, uh, I can't do anything about your taxes. Yeah. But if you cause an accident or if you're impacted by an accident, the person who caused it, their name's going to be made public. I like it. Number two. In my effort to protect the animals, we're moving all horses within a two-mile radius of the Tijuana River Valley. I'm so sick of seeing those poor horses stressed out in the flooding. Yep. Get them out of there. Get them out. Number three, we're going to fix the issue at Fashion Valley. And number four, we're going to disband the six-foot rule so everybody can relax at the end of a hard day. What about the potholes? Are you worried about the potholes at all? Oh, yeah. We'll fix those, too. Sidewalks. Oh, we're getting rid of all the bike lanes, too. Good. We're just bringing it back. You want to ride your bike, go ride it around Lake Murray. Yeah. Get a Peloton. Just do it in your house. Dude, get a Peloton. Dave's right. God, Dave's going to be vice mayor. Thanks. Whatever you want to be, Dave. Thanks. Chief of police. 
Dude, Dave will be chief of police. Once, and every time Tom Selleck almost gets fired by the mayor. Go through like eight mayors on that show. Every one of them, you're fucking fired. I need somebody to... Oh, you know what? I think Woody figured it out. I think I just answered my own question. I never watched Law and Order. I have watched everyone. Dude, but there's I'm a, a huge Law and Order fan. There's a Law and Order starting now that they film in downtown Toronto. There you um, go. And it's supposed to be great, but I I'm don't in. know how we see it here. Okay, dude, Law and Order is a great show. It's been around over 30 years. Yeah, but I love that I, they shoot on... They don't have a Law and Order in LA, right? No, no, they're all in New York. Okay. Here's my thing, though, because I don't know how many times you've ever talked to the police, but if the police have a question for you. Okay. Where, let's say, yeah, Jeff, where were you on Thursday at 2? And you're like, I tell you where I was. I was at Cheetah's breaking the six-foot rule, and yeah. you just walk off. Everyone just walks off. I don't know anyone who ever just walks off from the oh, cops. I wouldn't do that. I'm respectful. Law and order, every single person they've talked to in 30 years just walks off where they're talking. Like, aren't wow. you afraid? The cop's like, where the fuck are you going? No, get over here. <laughs> Stupid. It just leaves. I didn't release you. Yeah. Whoa, Jeannie, back up. Close talker. <laughs> um, so yesterday was Valentine's Day. Congratulations to everybody who celebrated. It was terrible for me. I Dave, I've, I think I figured out tonight. Yeah. And I should have said this to you on, uh, not to you specifically, as the guy has been married 30, how many years? That's a good one. 32 years. Congratulations. That's an incredible achievement for both you and probably more for Rita. Yeah, more but, for But the more we know Rita, the more uh, it scales evening out a little bit. <laughs> but Dave, I, I thought about this today. Yeah. Josh is getting married yeah. in a couple of months. Now, his fiance is incredible. So he's very, very lucky. But yeah. there are guys that get into relationships and not everybody's as perfect as Josh's fiance. Dave, I think you're going to laugh, but when I tell you this, okay. If you are pondering putting a ring on her finger, yeah. I have one test. The okay. one test. Play a game of Monopoly with her. Play a game of Monopoly and see if at the end of the night you go, "Okay, she's cool." Or if she just turns into just the most annoying person on the planet I mean, that super goes for, competitive <clears throat> yeah and that goes for women too oh my wife's more competitive at games than me by far yeah but i'm saying for yeah. women if you're like oh this guy's great i can't believe he's single i wonder what's yeah. going on play a game of monopoly with him if yeah. he turns into a complete douche you just found your answer because uh i was just saying law and order yeah i get this email today from a buddy of mine who says hey you're a toronto guy they're doing a thing for charity and they're doing a uh, local version. It, it raises money for the uh, police kids fund. Because, hey, I thought you'd get a kick out of this. And you can buy like the CN Tower. You can buy a lot of different things up there that were out. I go, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. And then I started thinking, okay, well, who could I play? I could play with Jack, my yeah. son, because Jack and I can play Madden or, or MLB. Yeah. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. We're fine. No chance I could play with Kate. <laughs> oh, he's an asshole playing games. Just a complete jerk. Why? Because he has to win every time? Yeah. Oh. Every time. No chance I could play with their mom. No chance. I watch a movie with her. That's yeah. fine. Barbecue. We watch the Super well, Bowl. Well, they claim great. cheated or just that they just have to, if they don't win, they just like walk out of the room yeah. and just, like, throw shit. Yeah. Oh, boy. So I just think. Right? Yeah. Find out before you go too far down the line. <laughs> Play a game of Monopoly with them. See what they're like. 
See if they're likable at the end. If they are, then I think you can close the deal. Yeah. There you go. Right? I guess. You know, what's funny is I had no idea how competitive my wife was till we started playing, like, games, like, around the holidays, where a group of people get in, whether they Can play, impact the night. Whether it's Boggle or Monopoly, and you're like, Jesus Christ, it's getting heated in this room. Yeah. Like, I don't even know who you are. Ah, uh, see? Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that Rita and Josh are the same on that one. Josh is too. Dude, I thought I was competitive. When it comes to games, man, those guys are not fun to be around. Oh, boy. A lot See? of shit talking. Really? And if they lose, how do they take it? Oh, not well. Josh especially has to like walk around the block. <laughs> but he's not He's not throwing shit or claiming you cheated because you won. He just doesn't understand Does how he lost. Does his mom claim you cheat? No. No. But then she always says, I'm not that competitive. I'm like, all right. Well, this whole night was stressful as shit. Right. I got a knife wound in my yeah. ribs. Good God. I'm super gluing it shut right now while you're telling me you're not competitive. You just shank me. Because <laughs> I goddamn beat you at shoots and ladders. Fuck are you talking about, woman? Yeah. Oh, my God. But that can uh, that can be a deal breaker. So those were my two things I thought about tonight because I was like, well, it'd be really fun to get yeah. the game. I go, I literally have one person in my life that I could play it with. So <laughs> sorry for the kids fund. <laughs> if somebody else buys it and plays it. You know, so yesterday was Valentine's Day. It was. It was. And so my wife works uh, some days from home, some days she works in the office. She goes to the office yesterday. She doesn't like when you buy flowers because they're going to die. You're just wasting money. Ah. Yeah, she's not a flower person. But if someone else brings flowers to the house, she loves it, loves the way they look. For some reason, though, she doesn't like if you spend money on flowers. So I go out and I get her a card. Nice. I go out and I get her box of candy because even though she's not going to eat it, I said just she could bring it to the office and let someone else eat it. There you go. What kind did you get her? It was uh, she loves Reese's peanut butter cups. So it was a big, th- big heart with Reese's peanut butter cups inside. Okay, that's fine. And either way, I'm figuring she's not going to eat it, but you can take it to the office. And there's at and least you I never, tried. I showed something. And you never lose with that. You don't yeah. have to go out and get the Godiva, all that bullshit <sighs> with sea salt. Yeah, sea fuck salt. that. So. Everybody, you just hit a home run, Dave. Well, I she thought brings I did. it to the oh, what I thought, happened? Oh, I thought I did. Well, the thing is, we are, through thirty-two years, we never have big fights ever. Like I always hear people say, "I haven't talked to my wife in three days." Like we've never done that move. We're gone to bed, not talking. Yeah. So we had a deal. I said, "What do you want to do?" She goes, "We'll go out and eat tomorrow night." She goes, "What time are you going to be home?" I said, I, "I will leave the baseball field at six. I will be home at six fifteen. Jeff and I aren't doing a show on right. Wednesday." And okay, everything's fine. Literally, I get a phone call at six. Right when I said I was leaving, I'm in the car. I mean, yeah. dude, I couldn't have timed it any better. Well, I guess you weren't home. Oh boy! And I went. I told you I was going to be home at six fifteen. Yeah. I'm leaving at six, just like I said. Like I couldn't have timed this any better. And I do run late, but not not today. Yeah. She goes, "You find somewhere else. Wherever you're going to eat, I'm going to just cook something for myself at home." So I'm like, "Fuck." What? Yeah. So I'm like, "Does I even talk about my drive home, dude?" Oh, my God. So I'm like, she likes Chinese food. I'm going to go buy her something to eat. And if I'm going to bring it home, I'm going to bring it home. So I wait in line for an hour, and I get Chinese food. I bring it home. Fucking, she pulls this move. She walks downstairs. She does the look around the corner to see if I got her anything to eat. Yeah. Well, I already ate. Well, then what the fuck do you see if I look to see if I got you anything to eat? <laughs> right? Because that was a test, too. Yeah. And she gives a look. I already ate. And I'm like, fine. And then she disappears back upstairs. So then I look over at the TV and Blue Bloods is on. And I'm like, well, the Laker game's on. Now, here's the deal. Oh, yeah. If I change the channel, 
then she's a chance she's coming downstairs going, I was going to rewind that. Why would you change the channel? Now I lost it. Oh, you got to come out here. So now I'm, now I'm stuck watching Blue Bloods, but I'm looking at the Laker game on my phone. Yeah, it was a good game. Salt it Lake. Was, it was a good game. Did I end up watching like four episodes of Blue Blood? She never came back downstairs. And I was hey, like, you know how to do it. Hit record and then go to the game. You could just I could, go back. I easily could have done that. But either way, I wasn't going to win because I changed the channel. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You were you were being set up to fail. 100%. No matter what <laughs> I, I did, like I that. wasn't going to win. And it so, worries me that somebody in education impacting the youth yeah. of the South Bay. Just mind fucks you. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> so, That's why you are the way you are. So and everybody yells at you, makes you feel bad. God damn, you just wanted to have a nice Valentine's Day with Chinese food in the Lakers. That's it. And Bill McDonald. And if I was buying food for myself, I wouldn't have gotten Chinese no food. No fucking I'm, chance. You'd so, have gone to Taco Bell and said you were buying for you 100%. and three three guys <laughs> at the, the Amazon. Where, everyone at the warehouse. Everybody at the warehouse. I, it's my turn to drive. So dude, I'm sitting there, it's about nine forty, and I'm just like I wonder what that kid at McDonald's is doing right now. Yeah, where's Bama at this point? <laughs> She's right next to me. But remember I told you the story about the kid at McDonald's crying to me in the window that he never had a Valentine's? No. Yeah, a couple days ago. I just told you two days ago. The kid at the McDonald's who's, who asked me how I'm doing. Oh, yeah, 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 said, yeah, yeah. I said, I'm fine. He said he wasn't doing good. He was breaking down. And then we, we started talking because he said he's never had a Valentine's and he's 21 years old. And Jeez. then I had to, like, talk him off the ledge. But then at 940, I'm sitting there by myself going... Yeah, what's that guy doing? Yeah, like I should just drive by, see if he's in the window. Yeah, go hang out. Eat a Sunday in the parking lot with him. He'd probably get you that. He'd probably just, he'd probably cover it. He'd be so happy to see you again. Take you home to meet his family. This guy got me back on track. Yeah, that was my Valentine's. That was was my, which by the way, I fucking hate that holiday. Look, the fact you're married to someone and you celebrate anniversaries and all the shit that goes with it. The fact they're going to guilt you in this uh, moneymaker of celebrating Valentine's to prove your love. Dude, the fact I'm here proves my love. Yeah, right? Yeah. Fuck. Let's calm down. You got options. What are we doing here? I was... Uh, I, I was options. <laughs> I don't even know about that anymore. <laughs> I was going to go down to barbecue. And it's like I said, <clears throat> we're going to go barbecue last night and hang out. Jack, Kate, and their mom. Yeah. Just have fun, right? Because I guarantee they, they don't for a second. They have no problem at all thinking of her when they need their laundry done. <clears throat> But to think like, hey, maybe we could do something for mom or we could make dinner, do anything on Valentine's Day. Ah, not a chance. Just the two biggest dipshits. But let me tell you so. I love them to death. They're my best friends. They are dumb as fuck. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, if you've ever met, I mean, think of anybody in your life where you go overrated right there. Two minutes apart. Starting with the older one. He's as dumb as he gets. <laughs> and his brother's, uh, it's a photo finish. So we had picked up a bunch of stuff yeah. for a Super Bowl. And I said, hey, we didn't go through all of it. I said, yeah, hey, come over on Wednesday. We'll grow. Oh, that'll be great. Well, dude, I look, I'm getting out of work at 5.30. And to get from Carlsbad to La Mesa would have been an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. So what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to put your name in the paper. Dude, you're going to figure out how to drive. Probably some douche in a Tesla. And, uh, and the other thing with my kids is like when you were, well, you're older now. Yeah. You still don't know how to run the grill. No, I still don't. Dude, I must've been, 
1415, and we just started experimenting on the grill, like figuring out. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. You start with a burger, and you're like, well, that looks good, and then you bite into it. Oh, God. Did it put any seasoning on it? Here comes E. coli. Yeah, because it just looks like, you know, you treat it like it's a fried egg. It looks (laughs) cooked on the outside. Fuck it. Bite in. Ah, yeah. And then then you up your game to chicken. We made brats the other day. We did all kinds of things. But I couldn't even call my son and be like, dude, fire up the grill. Six minutes on each side. Let it, you know, put it yeah. under foil and we'll be good by the time I get there. No chance. So I was like, fuck, if I come down there, we're not going to eat till nine o'clock. Yeah. So she said, hey, should I just, I told her, just cook it how you like. Bake it up, have it, knock yourself out because I knew I was coming here tonight. But yeah, I was like, well, fuck, I can't get down there. I can't be in Toronto. I just hung out. But yeah, it is funny. Like how many people, not like, um, not like a depression kind of thing. I hope not like that. But I always kind of laugh because there's plenty of people that are like, yeah, Valentine's Day was shit. (laughs) (laughs) Was there, she's never going to listen to this. No. Was there any part of last night? Yeah. When you started reviewing the amount of money spent and you're like, all right, well, this is kind of fucked up, but at least I'm only out like 18 bucks. No, it wasn't like that even. And here was my deal. So I had the had the card. How much did the Reese's run you? Uh, probably like 10 bucks. 10. The card's, the card's like, like eight. You're right. Yeah, probably cards are 18. Like yeah, 18. Crazy. And then it, Chinese it, food. Look, I'm, I'm going to give a tip to someone. Probably I'm, 25 I've bucks. never done it, but I've been really tempted to do it. Yeah. Just go to the fucking store. Take a picture of the card that you like. Go home and then hand write that same shit in the, in the fucking paper and make it look like you thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> But you're no, not never, an artist. No, I've never done that. But I did. You know what's funny? I never put that much time into a card like I did yesterday. I, literally, I put more time into that card than I ever have in my life. Like 40 minutes. That's good work. Yeah, it was. I and there's and zero I, fucks given. Right zero here. fucks. And then so I, I wake up this morning and that card's still sitting there unopened. Yeah. And I'm saying, what the fuck? So I go for a walk at six in the morning. And while I'm walking, I said, if I walk in that door at 715, and that fucking card's not open. I'm just going to walk over, grab the card in the candy. I'm going to throw it into the fucking trash. Mail like, to your mom. Like Grunk out. It would be freaky if I mailed it to my mom. I've seen that movie, and that's not the way we roll. Oh, I I'm didn't not, know what the card I'm said. not doing that. So I I just, I was going to just take that card in the candy and just spike it in the trash like Gronkowski spiking a football. Just okay. Fuck it. But she opened it while I was gone. Oh, there you go. And she's like, we got to talk. And I said, I don't want to talk to you right now. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like talking to you about leaving exactly what I told you. I was going to yeah. leave you home exactly what I said I was going to be Why home. would I talk to you? You don't listen yeah. when I talk to you before. Jesus. Good God. Good God. So that was uh, that was Valentine's Day. It was, yeah. it was unusual. And she, <laughs> okay, is this bad? When she says that she had nightmares the entire night, didn't sleep well. And I'm like, I was out. Like, you yeah. know, like. No, you didn't do anything. Was, it, right off, water off a duck. It'd be bad if you did like the. Uh, Me too. Is what I should have said. No, if you Me did, too. if you did like the fake guy <laughs> laugh like that, like you were celebrating <laughs> the fact she was miserable, that would be bad. Ah, you just shrug it off. Hey, yeah, I was out in two minutes. Yeah, I felt fine. <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah. Now a buddy of mine told me that his wife gets upset if she buys and if he buys anything. Okay, really, a card, flowers, gifts. So sure enough, he didn't do any of it. And guess what she did? She went and got the card and she got him a gift. 
and he wasn't prepared this year. I, and he's tried for like 15 years. You know what, Dave? This is, it's funny to say this as a divorce guy, but not going too far down the path, but just kind of thinking I've actually found the one that I sync up with. Yeah. There's so many things that you look at and you could question. You could go like, well, why the fuck? Like, why, why the fuck is this? I'm in, I'm in Toronto. Yeah. And I'm working fanfare. Okay. Yeah. Now I blew out my ACL when I was in high school. And then after that, in different occurrences, I broke my left foot when I was a kid. It yeah. started by breaking my left foot because my last winter in Minneapolis, I watched Chuck Norris, A Force of One, one of the all-time great movies ever made. My brother, I was 13. My brother was 17. My brother snuck in as I was enjoying uh, Chuck Norris kicking the shit out of Bill Superfoot Wallace <laughs> and threw a bunch of snow on me. Yeah. So he and I, we had a room down in the basement. So I followed him down to the basement. We square off. And now I've just had an hour and a half We're fucking training. lesson yeah. from Chuck Norris. And I throw a perfect roundhouse. He moves and I hit the cement pillar in my basement. Oh, I break my left foot. You knew right away it was broken? Yeah, he knew too because he kept yelling like a bitch. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. My mom, notorious for being the worst physician ever, just tells me to walk on it. <laughs> uh, fast forward to my sophomore year in high school, playing highball in Del Mar with my man Cheech, I blow out my ACL. My mom tells me it's a sprain. Till 18 months later when my leg basically snaps in two. <laughs> So my left leg's all fucked up. Yep. Plus, I broke an ankle somewhere along the line, too. And uh, so you're standing for 12 hours uh, on these cement floors. And there's something I found out from somebody who's incredibly close to me. Yeah. Who's trained in the medical profession who said, yeah, that's your. I, I've just for like two weeks, dude, I've had this pain. Sadika. Yeah, it feels like somebody's stabbing me in the fucking side. Yeah. So, dude, it locks you up. You can't do anything. It sucks. And I immediately panic, and I'm like, well, I need hip replacement. <laughs> no, I don't need a fucking hip replacement. <laughs> it's this SI joint. Yeah. So I'm told by somebody that I happen to know, it's your SI joint. I look it up. It's the exact fucking thing. Yeah. Now, I'm told this nine days after this person finds out my diagnosis. I go to my chiropractor. My chiropractor does some things that feel pretty good. But then the next day, holy shit, it flares up again. I tell somebody who's incredibly close to me, who I may have mentioned is trained in the medical field. Like, this fucking thing. I'm watching YouTube videos last yeah. night while you're sitting here eating Chinese food. <laughs> I got a goddamn soup can rolled in a towel yeah. and I'm, against the wall i'm turning left and right i'm doing everything i can because you're just trying to you're just trying to crack it back in you can't and i can't you can't dude i'm doing and i got a chiropractor appointment on monday yeah i reach out today to those who will remain nameless and i'm like you know what the fuck am i supposed to do 
I've watched 11 fucking YouTube videos. You just got to wake up one day and it's gone. Yeah. And this person says to me, well, what'd your chiropractor say? I said, she didn't tell me shit. But the guy I went to, the point of it being, Dave, is I could take that situation and be mad or whatever. I can't give less of a fuck. Because everything else she does is off the charts and I'm incredibly lucky. And who gives a fuck? Yeah. And that's the thing. I just determined that, I don't know whether with her or anybody else, moving forward, who gives a fuck? <laughs> if, if they, like for you last night. Yeah. Hey, well, tell me again. She calls you at six o'clock. I'll be you. Yellow, jello. What does she say? She says, I'm already at home. Obviously, you aren't going to get here in time. I'm 10 minutes away. I'll be there in 10 minutes, and then we can go out like we talked about two nights ago when I said I'd be there at 6.15. That's exactly how it went. And then what'd she say? You never answer the phone when I call you. I'm coaching. That's what I said. (laughs) I I don't know. know. We don't watch a lot of games together, but you know what? Let's watch a Padre Dodger game. You just pick the date. Yeah. And for every time that they show a manager on the phone, like his cell phone, yeah. Probably talking to home. Uh, I'll give you $25. Here's the deal. When she called me earlier, I was, I couldn't answer the phone. I literally picked up and said, I can't talk right now. Because like a lot of high schools, we're going through tryouts. If that yeah. kid who I'm supposed to be looking at right. doesn't make the team, the fucking coach was on the phone. He wasn't paying attention to my kid. And he yeah, him. that's great. Yeah, so I'm not this, picking up the phone. Who's this smug prick with yeah. this stupid podcast? He already had his team picked out before they started. Yeah. That's what I would get. Over there, probably, yeah. Well, who's he calling? <laughs> who's he calling? <laughs> Never liked that guy, anyways. <laughs> coach isn't working, and this guy is, please. Coach isn't Should I yeah. hire coaches and assistant coaches? Yes. He's not doing anything. He's a motivational speaker. Good afternoon. You know, one of the many things I've learned throughout my trials and tribulations is to be able to pick yourself up and dust yourself off. <laughs> Did you hear him the other day when he filled in for Darren? No. I forgot. Yeah. Hey, filled in for Darren for two days. He should have booked all of Darren's guests. Hey, talking Formula One with the great Nicky Lauda. Hey, when you're going into turn two, do you lighten up on the gas? Is it more pull on the left, push on the right, or vice versa, Nicky? How's it feel jumping into that track suit? Well, what do you do if you get a full bladder? When you're driving around, do you only have the chitter chatter of the fella in the in the in the spotter box, or can you put on some music? I'd like to listen to a soundtrack, maybe The Lion King. Yeah, hey, dude, I I, I like John and Jim. I like those guys because they talk Padres every fucking day, That's and every they, day they're every talking trade. Every show should do that. Yeah, they're talking trade. Yeah. Uh, Jim Russell, though, that's why I like Jim Russell, because he's a bit of a dope, too. Because <laughs> every fucking day, I should look at this on Twitter. Every day, Jim doesn't realize that we all follow him and we follow the John and Jim page. Yeah. Right? So every day, back to back, I get John and Jim breaking down. Yeah. Padre is going to make a trade. Mark Ziegler, Sean Lewis. And then immediately Jim Russell reposted. 
I'm like, yeah, we got it, Jim. We follow you. We all sell the same thing you did. Every day, back to back, immediately. Hey, we're live on YouTube. Hey, just want to let you know we're live on YouTube. Yeah, we okay. A little aggressive yeah. in social media. But outside of that one small flaw, I love those dudes, man. They just talk Padre baseball. Their chemistry together is really good. Like uh, They all should. Every show in San Diego should talk Padre baseball. I know um, Annie and Craig are trying to get their feet underneath them, but when they do the round, the what's going on in the arenas, like what the so- what's going yeah. on with the soccers, what's going on with uh, the Seals. He's trying to stay local. Seal- yeah, I'm trying to remember the guiding teams. The Seals, Seals yeah. the Gulls. And then they get into high-, into high school, and I'm like, God dang, this is supposed to be a major town. Like, I'm a high school coach, and I don't give a shit about high school sports. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I just sit there and go, this is the way it goes. But if you want to keep your audience, just keep going Padres. You're going to yeah. be fine. You're going to be fine. Um, if you saw yesterday, Padres announced their plans for TV. Yes. And, I'm glad to get into this. And so for 24, I think a lot of you got the jelly legs thinking that it's immediately going to impact you. And if you're a cord cutter, it would. You're going to have to go to Padres.tv if you don't have... DirecTV or uh, cable. Yeah. If you have cable for 2024, you're going to have the same arrangement that you had for the last half of the year, which is uh, whatever the channel was on Cox, probably Channel 4 on Spectrum. I think we were around 6 or DirecTV. It's around 694. And then on... uh, on Spectrum, you're around like 65, whatever. You'll find it. Point being is that... So we get it the same way we did last year. For the for the second half. Okay. Yeah, once once Bally's kicked the Padres to the curb, yeah. um, the system that you had last year and you figured it out is going to be the same. By the way, congratulations to the Padres who yesterday announced their brand new... Uh, sideline reporter. And I had her queued up here. I was shocked they even have a sideline reporter. Yeah, let's see here. Hang on. Wasn't that Annie's job? It was. And Scanlon? Yeah, Scan's still there, though. Mariluz Cook, who is a former Miss Utah, comes to us from the Utah Jazz. And uh, very, very cool. Extensive sports background. And... Former Miss Utah. Look at that. Look at that. Did you follow her? Goddamn right. She's covering <laughs> Padres. I did follow her myself. Yeah. So that's good. So. So Scan's still there. What's he going to do? He'll, he, well, Scan, because remember, Scan, when when Don's gone or anybody's gone, Scan's their kind of uh, Swiss Army guy. knife. Okay. Yeah. Fills in a lot of different roles. So he'll be there and and. Be playing a part. But no pre and post game shows? I think Mike's back. By himself? Yeah. Wow. With no Mark Sweeney. Probably with Scan could be part of that, I would think. Yeah. Um, but we saw yesterday the announcement for Padres TV, nineteen ninety nine a month, hundred bucks for the season. And so look, a lot of things could happen in the next twelve months. Is that high or low to you? Uh, low, but but for this market, probably about where they had to come in. Like I said, David, shouldn't impact you or me because we have direct TV. Shouldn't impact any of you that have cable. But so in 2025, if I have direct TV, will I still get it the same I way? I don't think so. I okay. think you're looking at 
um, Padres.tv. Damn. Now, there's a couple of wild cards in this that have changed of late. One is that ESPN is starting a new streaming system, and they're in, I think, with Warner Brothers. Fox. And Fox. Yep. Would not be surprising to see Major League Baseball get involved there. Yeah. Rob Manfred talked about last week that a new streaming service is coming um, for 14 teams. You need at least half of those teams. Pods absolutely would be one of those 14. The other backs too. Yeah, the other one being talked about is that Amazon wants to jump in and be a part of it. Yeah. But I think what we saw yesterday is a pretty good preview of what we've been telling you ever since the Bally's deal fell apart, which is get ready because it's coming. When you lose $60 million, somebody is going to assume that, and it's going to be us. Now, it's not going to be close, though, depending back. No, I know. because Looking about a $5 million. Yeah, because what you would really need is 600,000 people yeah. to subscribe and between households and shared passwords and everything else, I don't have any idea. Well, again, what number they get to, according to, you know, when they were on Bally's, the biggest audience they had all of last year was 49,000 people. I saw that, but God, that feels incredibly low. It sounds crazy low. But then a lot of it makes sense when you look at people and the stuff they vote on when it comes to sports, that they stay away from it in San Diego. But I think once you actually, it's one of the things that we had an issue with in radio. Yeah. And I don't know for guys like John and Jim now, if they have the ability to see it, but when they're doing the show on YouTube, I mean, you can look and yeah, it can be great news or it can be incredibly bad news because when you look at those shows and they're doing YouTube, the numbers don't lie. They're right there. And you can see that 400 people are watching or three yeah. people are watching. And you immediately know what your impact is in the market. But the one thing that, that iHeart would never do was give us an idea of what the download numbers were. Because we know our download numbers on the podcast. Absolutely. We get them every day and, and Flugs gets mm-hmm. them. And we can look at them and go, oh, okay, that worked, that didn't. Fine, we own it. But they never share that with you. But the Padres now will have to find a way to see what the actual download numbers are. And once you no longer have the option of just tuning into Channel 4 or Channel 61 or 694 or anything else, and to watch it, you have to pay. Dave, I think those numbers jump. And I think they jump. I don't know if I'd go as far as significantly, but but I think we see a difference because people like to watch it. And they're going to find a way to fit that 1999 in their budget. But how many people are willing to do it? I just don't think, um, I think where you're at in 25 with the potential of Ethan Salas and some young guys coming in, plus Fernando and Manny still being here. I, I think, I think your product will be marketable. I just don't have any idea. And I'm, I'm sure they try, they run yeah. polls, right? We all get the email questionnaires. How many actual people will sign up? I, I can't answer it, but it's going to be, it's going to need to make a difference in order for them to keep paying out. And I know yeah. they get all the money from Nike and Fanatics and Fox and ESPN, but but that's a big chunk of it too. It is. But it's funny you mentioned uh, Nike. See how all these people Terrible. are upset with the uniforms? 
And if you ever had a chance to look at the uniforms, one of the things you're going to notice is they aren't as white as they used to be for every team. Really? For every team. So like the Padres home whites don't look as white. The Dodgers that always took pride in having the bride white. Yeah. Supposed to, Dodger fans always said we have the whitest uniforms. Well, they did. Well, now it, it's, it's a big difference. And all the uniforms don't look right. And if, How do you get that wrong? Like if you're Nike and Fanatics, how do you get that wrong? Especially when you have one team that is known for it. You know, so I, I watch this whole uniform guy. This is all he does in every sport. He specializes in the history of uniforms. And he was saying, you know, Nike for years, they took over from Majestic. Mm -hmm. And it, most people kept the Majestic cut. There's one team in pro sports that still has never changed over, even though Nike has the contract. It's in the NFL. I'm going to see if you can guess where they literally are wearing Reebok uniforms, oh, but, it's, but it has the Nike swoosh on it, but they have not changed. Is there one team that you look at and go, that man, that uniform's exactly the way it was for years. There's nothing on it. It's changed. Uh, I mean, the only one to me that pops immediately to mind is the Raiders. It's the Green Bay Packers. Oh, that's a good one. It's yeah. The, the, the Packers said, fuck it. We like exactly what we have and we aren't changing the damn thing. But so overall, the, the thing on the back and the names you're going to notice on Crazy. the uniforms this year is how rounded the names are. Number one. And how tiny. Tiny. The font is smaller, but it is way rounded. Like they showed Verlander's jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Look like a little kid. Yeah, someone said, what happened if like, Jared Salted Tamakia still yeah. played? Like, what the fuck? But it does. It looks really bad. Like, Nike really fucked this up. And they said it's supposed to be more comfortable for the players, but it looks really weird to the point of, I don't know if you'd buy that jersey. Kind of strange. But the fact that the home whites for every team in baseball aren't as white. Like, the Yankees are going to look weird not being that as white. The Dodgers are going to yeah. look a little weird not being as white. Again, it's just another way Rob Manfred gets it wrong. Completely. They, Nike, Fanatics, it wrong. Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, they, they fucked this up where you disappointed your fans. Yeah. Um, just real quick, circling back to the TV. So pay attention to that. Pay, we'll keep an eye on to the different stories that yeah. are coming out as far as Amazon and everything else. But... There, there's two different budgets. There's the budget that you get from the shared revenue, and then there's the budget you get from the individual revenue. And the individual revenue is the one that the pods have to be the most concerned about uh, because it allows them to, to change the playing field a yep. little bit. And, and right now, the one thing we haven't seen published is last year, they were told they were going to get 80% of the money owed uh, from Major League Baseball. Now, yeah. it started at 60, so I don't know how much of that money from Bally's they had gotten when the deal went south, but if if Major League Baseball's committing $48 million to them this year, okay. Yeah. But I don't know for sure that that is. On the topic of revenue and, and salaries, Guy that we like a lot around here, Dave, is our old pal, John Conniff. Johnny Conniff sent me a message the other day. So, guys, I enjoyed the podcast, but take a look. And I'm going to give everybody this website. John pointed it out. Trying to go through and read these numbers when you're either listening at work or driving, it's impossible. But he said, take a look at a website called COT, C-O-T, COT Baseball Contracts. Padres are currently 17.1 million under the CBT. That's the key number. If they go above it, they can't afford violating a CBT penalty for a third time. This year, they're paying uh, $40 million. 
So what I said to John was, well, why would you go public with the $200 million number instead of just saying, hey, this is the number we have? Because similar to what the Dodgers did for the last two years getting ready for Otani, I think a lot of us would have understood and said, okay, yeah, you got to reset. Some changes have to be made. Off you go. Um, So as John points out, because you have to look at the fact that it's the 40-man roster payroll, plus you've got Hosmer, you've got some other money on there. You're actually at 219 million. Wow. Right now. Uh, So uh, what John pointed out is where people make mistakes is they look at how much they're spending on the 26, not the 40 million. John, I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, 40 man. Um, But yeah, that website, I'm going to give it to you one more time. It is COT, C-O-T, baseball, because it shows you the difference from what they're actually making and the AAV and all the weird economics that come in and trying to explain it is incredibly difficult. But at least if you look at those numbers, it'll show real numbers, but what the numbers are for the CBT and you can see what AJ is up against as he's trying to maneuver this budget. Which makes me think even more that Hassan Kim's not going to be a Padre after this season. Well, and, and I was talking to uh, the other member of Mad Friars, Mark Wilkins, yeah. who's with me on Upper Deck. Because, Dave, they wrote today that Hassan Kim, they're trying to keep, but other trades may be going down. And I'm saying, well, what do you have to move? Yeah. Like, who? And I mean. Is he dip back into the minor league system, you mean? Or are you talking about getting rid of contract money? I mean, do you have do you have anybody? No, really? No, no. You have you have Musgrove and you have Tatis. Yeah. You aren't trading those guys right and now. And I right? mean if, if the rumors are right that they want Snelling or Lesko from Boston in exchange for Durant, you doing that? I'm not doing that. No. Man. So I don't know. I mean, it kept sounding like from what Dennis Lynn hinted that a trade could be coming within the next couple of days and some moves going. Um I mean, he's always active. I saw a stat tonight. Do you know there's 112 free agents in baseball still without a job tonight? It's funny. I think of somebody new every day. Well, I'm like, that guy doesn't have a team. Like, David Peralta doesn't have a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fam. Yeah. Fam J.D. Martinez. And obviously, everyone knows the big names. But yeah, there are a bunch of guys. Like, J.D. Martinez, I'm shocked, doesn't have a team. Solaire gets his deal with the Giants yeah, the other night. Yeah. Three-year deal. Um, Snell. Yes. No deal. Rangers today pretty much shut the deal on Jordan, shut the they door did. on Jordan Montgomery. They, coming they, back. Are, they are not getting anyone else. Rangers said, we're, Chris we're Young. Done. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. So, if you're like Jordan Montgomery or you're Blake Snell, where you're saying, when I become a free agent, I'm going to get my money, it's not there. I mean, it has to be tough for the agents and, and especially Scott Boris, who, you know, yeah. is the guy, the main guy. And I'll tell everyone, be calm. I don't care who you are. It's February 15th and you don't have a team. And you've already seen pitchers and catchers report. You got to be a little bit nervous. Hinja and Rue keeps being attached to the pods. Well, you know, the rumor is he wants to go back to Korea. You know, that's the talk that he's he's done playing in Toronto or the United States. That yeah. he wants to just go home. They keep saying he's coming here. Yeah, well, tell him because it sounds like he's talking Korea. That, well, that, you can go for a week. That, we'll take you <laughs> and we'll bring you home. Best of both worlds. Do you want him? I mean, this, to me, there's not a lot there. Um... He wasn't bad for the Twins. I mean, Kenta Maeda. Oh, I'm thinking of Maeda. Um, Rue was, where was he? Toronto. Be- was, yeah. Remember, he got injured. But before Toronto, where Dodgers. was 
That's where. Okay, I was trying to think of where I'd just seen him. Um, you know what, Dave? I kind of like Michael King more right now as a four. So if Rue came in potentially as your three, he would be the three. He'd be your three, you right? Had to, just because of reputation. Yeah. And then he'd be a lefty. They don't have any fucking lefties in the rotation. I would take that too. Um. Yeah, I mean, he didn't freak me out when he was with the Dodgers. He's a big dude. He's one of those guys like, God, that guy's a giant. Like, you're always shocked how big he is. Yeah, but I felt like he was a guy that I I didn't, I meant to look at his Toronto numbers today. I felt like he was a guy that kind of consistently got you into at least the sixth. Yeah, no, when he was, yeah, he was was a great player at one time. Yeah. He was a Cy Young kind of guy at one time. How old is that fucking guy? (laughs) How old is that big son of a bitch? Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. I kept thinking all day today. I got him. I was thinking, uh, you know, it, it it's again we're we're getting closer and closer to opening day, and I can't remember where there's been that many free agents, like big name guys, guys who hit thirty yeah. home runs a year, or guys who went Cy Youngs and don't have a team. I mean, Jordan Montgomery, I thought for sure would have been signed by now. Everybody in December wanted to blame Otani for holding everything up, but it had nothing to do with Otani. Yeah, uh, was he was he hurt last year? Ryu was. Yeah, he was right. Yep. Okay, so let me see overall the stats. So, 2023, yeah, he only, uh, D- David's been hurt two years in a row. Yeah, he's due to be healthy. <laughs> I mean, last time, 2021 was, uh, dude, okay, no, not really. I mean, 2020 pitched 12 games. Dude, his ERA in 2021, 31 games, 14 and 10, four, four and a half ERA. Okay. 2022, he played six games. Did he have Tommy John? Yeah. Let's see, he had Tommy John, right? But then 2023, 11 games, three and three. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? Born in 87, so 36. 37. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, not. Uh, overall, God dang, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. That was fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Hang on. I don't know, man. Oh, he's wait. It's just oh, that's a year old. Um, what about Maeda? Yeah, I thought Maeda. Didn't he? Didn't he sign? Or did I, he retire? You know what? I th- no, Maeda did sign with somebody. You're yeah. absolutely right. Been such so long. Usually, I always keep notes on this shit. I haven't at all. Yeah, he signed Tigers. Yeah, signed a two-year deal, but he signed in November. So, yeah, I, you know, it's one of those. I mean, I, I'd probably take Rue over Syndergaard. Dude, you don't want Syndergaard at all. At all. At all. He's worth shit. Not one team has been able to fix him. No. Mark Pryor is supposed to be like what Niebel is, where he's that guy that gets the best out of you. Dude, he sucks. Right. So it's been awful with every team he's been with. Uh, here, let's just go really quick and see. I I mean. God dang, if you get Senegard, you might as well get Matt Harvey. Horseshit. Yeah, Sal Frelick from the Brewers. They're looking at too. I mean, all right. Brewers are trading everybody off. Dude, they are. Frolic made his major league debut last year. 
so yeah, it's only 24. Padres rumored to try to trade Hassan Kim. I mean, there's just all kinds of shit out there. So who knows? Yeah. Over the next couple of days. But it did sound from what AJ said the other day that they're trying to be active. I mean, it feels like it, right? Well, they're, they're talking. I mean, at the same time, have you ever been more nervous going into a season? I mean, you've seen shitty teams before, but where, like, you talk about your 40 man roster. I mean, yeah. you go to, I go to MLB.com and look at. Did you have like four spots open here? Like 36. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And they used to, until the other day, they had like, you know, it has on there first as pitchers, then as catchers, yeah. infielders, outfielders. There are two guys on that list a couple days ago. Yeah. Now three like, with profile. Yeah. And like, this is fucking great. Then it will be Jackson Merrill will make it four. Yeah. You know? And you're like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, they was, they're saying, oh, look, I, you don't have to worry win the division. You just got to get in. Dude, I'm not so sure you're getting in. You're fighting a team that was just in the World Series, and the Giants are going to continue to be better. I, I told my son the other day, said, you know what I think the future is? Big shot. A lot of Padres on TV, a lot of the Angels in person. Because the Angels, you get in for eight bucks a ticket. Yeah. And we'll go watch games at the Big A. But, I mean, look, anybody can do what you want to do. But when you're pricing tickets for opening day, it's 125 bucks. Like, what? Yeah, people are doing it. No, I got you know, it, man. Opening day is an event. We'll see what they average. I mean, fan base-wise. They, they set a record last year for attendance. I think they're going to do great. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and man, I, I, will not, I will not criticize anybody for, for going out there because... Not like it used to be. They're they're still investing the money in Manny and Fernando. And do they lower the price of season tickets after this year? They raised them. Uh, I don't think they do, Dave, because I think they look at it and say the next wave is about to come, and they're going to be. It's just we talked about it the other day. It, the The path that they're on, there it's like there's there there's a, a left lane and a right lane. And honestly, they feel like it feels like you're sitting in the center divide and you're looking at both lanes of traffic and, and trying to figure out what exactly they're doing. Because the guys heading south are all the guys getting older, Darvish and Manny. Yeah, you're right? wasting years. Xander. You're wasting years where they could compete. Right. And the guys going north are the future of the team where it's Solace and, and yeah, Merrill. And, yeah. And all those guys, and you go, okay, but but you know what it's happens not with those? Up. Yeah, it's not matching they, up. They never intersect. No, the gap is bad. And so, who the fuck did this? <laughs> AJ, let's try, look. You hit it right on the end of the day. You went by it pretty quick, but look, the new Eric needs to step up and address the media. Yeah, I mean, you got to say exactly, you know, state of the union kind of a deal. What the fuck's happening? Yeah, what are we doing here? Or or put the team up for sale. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, all the talk was that would never happen. But you know what? You might be better off. You put the team up for sale. And, and I mean, dude, that team, that team's hot. People know it. Great ballpark. Great ballpark. Great fan base. Farm system. Yep. Some, some marquee talent. And, and put it up. I mean, if you can't handle it. And if you, dude, those are big shoes to fill, man. And it, it it's not irresponsible to say, we're not cut out to do it. Yeah. The guy who was here was a legend. 
was loved, was a baseball guy, was a San Diego guy, was the money guy. Man, he checked every box. Community guy. And we don't really have anybody that could fit it. We would completely understand. Completely understand. And his legacy is never going anywhere. They'd wear that patch forever. True. Same way people remember Ray Kroc saving that team. Ray Kroc's memory wasn't forgotten when Tom Warner came in or John Moores came in. Uh, Especially not when that dope Jeff Morad came in. But then when Peter and Ron came in, absolutely not. And, And Ron Fowler's impact shouldn't be forgotten because he was part of it and then uh and then peter took it even further yeah but there's no way they should just hang on to it for the purpose of hanging on to it It, you you have a responsibility to the community couldn't agree more with that i mean i think a lot of fans feel that way the city owns this team you don't own this team yeah and if you're not going to step up if you're not comfortable allowing people to know what the direction is and where you're at and what your plans are and what you're looking to do. I mean, I get it. You're doing the big construction project at Gallagher square. We drove by the other day. It's crazy, man. Nothing but earth movers down there. The idea that that thing's going to be done. I mean, nobody questions what Peter and Ron did during their time to improve Petco park. Petco park was okay. Petco Park's freaking awesome now. Yes. And it's because of those guys and their staff, what they did, Groupner and all those guys, the, the time invested. But it, it's not a community park. It's a baseball team. All right, speaking of baseball, because you know the talk that they signed an extension in their lease. Yeah. You looking at all these uh, drawings of Salt Lake City getting a team? Yeah, I like Salt Lake City getting a team. Uh, one quick thing on the A's. Only thing they've done right in 15 years is hiring Jenny Kavnar. How cool is that? That was really cool. Number one, it was someone we knew, but also it's groundbreaking. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. So who did she replace? Jenny Kavnar replaced uh, Glenn Kuyper, who got fired last year okay. for making the um, yeah. the uh, the comment about visiting the Negro Museum. Yeah, that's right. And uh, But Jenny's really funny because when she was here at Channel 4, we would, she would do the post game interview, and then every couple of days she'd check in. I think once a week we'd check in with yeah, her. Yeah, we did. And then when she'd be on the field, she'd just incorporate a word in like pineapple or hurricane. I just remember she said to, uh, I think it was Yasmani Grandal, we gave her pineapple. Man, that pitch had to look like a pineapple coming in. He was like, <laughs> what? Um, so, yeah, that bit's been around for a while. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Salt Lake City would be great. Let, let them go. I, I told you, man, I was there just for a couple hours last Monday. Dude, that airport's beautiful. I remember being there 10 years ago. That airport felt like I was in Fresno. You know, I've never been to Salt Lake City. My wife lived there for six months, but I've never been there before. I, I haven't been outside the airport, but, I mean, I know people that travel through there a lot and say it's really changed and that it's a lot of fun. All right, here's something I heard the other day that was kind of weird. Yeah. My nephew had a had a kid the other day. All right, actually, when you and I were doing the show, I got a text saying that he, he had a kid. Just got him and his wife had their first baby. They're both doctors in New Mexico. Okay, but since they were both raised in California, because of I guess g- genetics, and it sounds kind of crazy to me, but because of genetics, when the baby was born in New Mexico, his lungs weren't acclimated to to uh, the, the sea altitude. Level, the altitude and 
because of that, nick you for eight days. Oh, wow. Having trouble, you know, yeah. figuring out how to breathe. Yeah. But if they were raised in New Mexico their whole lives, then that baby would have been fine. Wow. That's what they were told. Isn't that crazy? Science? It, yeah. God bless the people that work in the NICU, man. I've been there. Am I going to make it at Coors Field for three days? No. Shit. Hey, um, I promised you this leading to Toronto because there's, again, so many of you that continue to talk about NHL coming to San Diego, and boy, it's going to be great, the whole thing. Can't wait. Can't wait. Promised you. Going to Toronto, I'm going to get you answers. Talk to the people that would know. Is San Diego ever mentioned as a potential expansion site for the NHL? No. <laughs> That's it? That's it? Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I think they look at it and go, well, God, it'd be, it'd be great if Arizona... Okay, who's going to own the team? Where are they going to play? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. It's where it ends. But just curious, in your conversations with the league or the Players Association, you guys talk to the league a lot, right? Oh, yeah. How long have you been talking to the league? Ah, oh, gosh. Variety of people. Long time. 10 years, 20 years. San Diego ever mentioned? No. Hmm. Yeah, who who else? Yeah, you know, if the league wouldn't mention it, I would think the Players Association would mention it or gauge our interest. How often do you talk to them? A lot. A lot. A couple times a week, if not, you know, a handful of times a month. Yeah. They talk about expansion differences. Sure. It comes up a lot. San Diego ever mentioned? No. <laughs> oh, run your fucking Twitter account. Josiah's not going to bail everybody out, uh, right? I mean, Pete and Point Loma. Keep, Josiah's like, stop bothering me. Stop bothering me. That yeah, dude. If Josiah would have been your your chance, no building, no owner. San Diego ever mentioned? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, that was a big fuck you, Pete. There you go, Coach. Hey, I think NHL would be great here. I wouldn't be shocked if they start in 2024. It is 2024. Oh. What was Coach taking off guard, dropped and just said, ooh? Ooh. Oof. Yeah. That was literally the extent of the conversation. San Diego ever mentioned? Ah, no. Ah, Thanks. See anything else? No, that's all I needed. Just need confirmation. All right, good seeing you. Yeah, you too. Stay safe. Oh my gosh. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, more than 20 years building the perfect pool. Look, if you have a Taylor May Pools, people are going to be envious. It is great to have a Taylor May Pool in your backyard. Ask about available financing. Alan Taylor is standing by. Let's get on his calendar this year. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I think if if my Facebook memories serves me right, it may have been a year ago today that we lost the great Raquel Welch. Oh, boy. Uh, she's our celebrity pool. Yeah. And, man, oh, man, Dave. Uh, I, I don't think there's enough paper in the world to write the list of people on 
that I would cancel lunch with to hang out with Raquel Welch. There uh, you go. Everybody. And I'll tell you this too. Raquel Welch or um God dang it, I just drew a blank. Police woman. Angie Dickinson. Angie Dickinson. Man, I love Angie, but Angie may be a silver medalist. Raquel oh Welch was just. Dude, I'm with you on that. I'll tell you this too, Dave. I'm going to say this. Yeah. Man, Raquel Welch on Valentine's Day would have met you at the field. Let's go. Probably would have driven over there. She probably drove like a Ford Ranger. Yeah. Right? Probably have, you get in and you, you go, what's going on here? Just playing Toby Keith because we just lost to Patriot. I'm like, fuck. He is looking up to see, like, am I going to get hit by lightning? It's the greatest day ever. And she's not bitching and complaining about nothing. <laughs> and she's looking as only she can look. Well, unfortunately, we don't have that opportunity anymore because Raquel's no longer with us, but she can be celebrated in the way she should be with a tailor-made pool in yeah, your absolutely. backyard. Absolutely. And when the neighbors come over, first thing you're going to get is the chit-chat from the lot. Shush! Immediately. I love you. I respect you. Don't ever question the Cal Welch pool, please. I will do whatever you need me to do, plus four other things. Don't question my celebrity pool. You're what? Oh, my God. Do you not hear the Dave and Jeff show? With Laura Kane? <laughs> I fucking say Jeff and Jerry. God damn. Does anybody have any buffering? Got a goddamn banger. It's a I've celebrity pull. Anybody have a banger? <laughs> Robert Yard yeah, no, said. Got a real headache. It's, real, ah, it's a real banger. And he pinched right the bridge yeah. of the nose. I just can't. Uh, listen, man. Guys might be a little dumb, all right? We get it. Okay, we get it. Don't question the the... The beauty of a celebrity pool. Did you pay extra? Ah, oh, God. Ah. I paid a fair market price for a pool that pays tribute to an American treasure, Miss Raquel Welch. And you can either swim in it or you can walk out front, play lawn darts with Walchef. I don't care. But I'm not going to discuss the decision making that went into my decision to pay a tribute an American icon. Would you like chicken or a hot dog? <laughs> uh, give Alan a call. And Amy, I love you, but it's unlimited. We're not putting a number because the amount of smiles Raquel Welch brought to the world, not just San Diego, Dave, the world, unlimited, unlimited celebrity pools. You know, speaking of celebrity pools, we've, yep. we've given the Lisa Ann pool out before. That's a good pool. Your boy, Mike Costa, sent me a text today. Oh, hey, no. Hey, can I get Lisa Ann's phone number? So no. I, I want to text her something. No. Your fucking mind? I had no chance. <laughs> what the hell? I got, dude, no. No. What the hell? That's, that was like the craziest request I've ever received in my life. Uh, Why would I do that? Yeah. Mike, I got a number that works. You know how I get the number not to work is by you fucking giving it to you. <laughs> Jesus. How about you fax it you to got, me? You fucking feverish masturbator, my <laughs> dude. That's it. <laughs> that that picture of him in the bed. <laughs> Remember that picture? <laughs> the shirt off, putting his glasses on. What the fuck, weirdo? Ted McGinley. <laughs> what, what? What was he even thinking? I have no idea. 
Poor Meg. Just give my uh, Erica's number. Jeez, that's what I should have done. <laughs> should have given Erica's number. Hey, I want to mention Kyle Fluger as well. Kyle Fluger, again, is the guy to help you out when it comes to your website, your computer needs. At the same time, he'll give you a 10% discount if you mention Dave and Jeff sent you. Kyle's number is 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. So many great websites out there that you're constantly in competition with. And as you look at it, man, there's nothing more frustrating than going to a website that hasn't been updated. And as your clientele changes, your website should change. Nobody does it better than Flugs, whether it's media and marketing content, uh, just getting it started or keeping it maintained. Man, my friend Catherine Reed can't say enough about the job Flugs has done for them. Sean Walchiff will tell you, Julie Brownman, and so many others. Give Kyle a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going February 17th. Okay. Okay, I have uh, five of them here. First okay. one's Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. I kept thinking Perez Hilton. No. Is that guy uh, still around? That's what I was trying to think. Why the fuck would I ask that? I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, what the hell the fuck no. old is Perez Hilton? That's why I said it four times. I was trying to get it into my own uh, uh, wavelength. Paris Hilton, I'll say, is 44. 43. Okay. Uh, 400 million. 300 million. All right. Next one, Michael Jordan. Dude, uh, this is going to be interesting. Say 64. 61. Oh, okay. Uh, 2.5 billion. 3.2 billion. Wow. Yep, 3.2 billion for Michael. Good for him. Next one, Ed Sharon. Wait, hang on. Did you yeah. see the Barkley story that's going around social media talking about when he knew Jordan was a freak? No. Which one was it? said that they're they're on the dream team yeah and they're playing somewhere they're like down in like mexico and he's playing golf and it's barkley chuck daly i think it's a monte carlo if i remember this yeah and and michael yeah is that where they were monte yeah. carlo they play 18 yeah then michael says they're he's gonna play another 18 yeah then they come and chuck daly puts him on the two guard and michael says i'm gonna guard the point guard yeah and they're like, why? And he's like, because he's been talking shit. And they said he just shut him down and just ruined the guy. And Charles Barkley's like, I turned to Carl Malone. He's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> There's 36 holes of golf and just completely shuts the guy Did down like it's that. game seven. And the story is that him and Magic and anyone that would play with them would play cards all night. Like Jordan never slept. Dude. Kobe was the same way, they said. Like the he never greatest. slept. The greatest. So uh, in our office, yeah, my office at work is completely bare. I work for like a huge sports memorabilia company and it drives people in my, my coworkers crazy that yeah. I have nothing. And so a buddy of mine who's on the memorabilia side goes, all right, I've had enough of this. I come in here. I'm sick. I go, look, I'm here to work. They're like, you don't do shit. Shut up. <laughs> so he goes, what do you want? And I go, you know what, man, I'm a Kings fan. I got Byfield. Like I know the Byfield family a little bit. That'd yeah. be really fun. 17th goal tonight is the Kings win two to one. Yep. And uh, so he goes, all right, let me go look. He comes back. He goes, nah, I didn't have any Byfield. But he goes, I got a bunch of Jordan and Tiger no stuff. Way. Put I'm like, okay. All right, let's go. Yeah. Like, dude, that's pretty fun. Yeah. But he just, like, I don't know, Dave, if it's just the older 
we get the more of an appreciation yeah. we get for him for Absolutely. just being look at the kids buying the shoes yeah you know and just but so thankful that we had the chance i mean pretty crazy dave that we got to see jordan yeah gretzky right i mean gretzky is insane yeah saw gretzky saw jordan magic yeah saw tyson I think, honestly, the only ones you can compare Gretzky's numbers to would be like, like what Wilt Chamberlain did in basketball. Yeah. But, I mean, just for guys through our generation that we were lucky enough to see them all live. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, three more. Ed Sheeran. Oh, Ed Sheeran. Uh, 38. 33, dude. Oh, dude. Really? Yep. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> 33. Wow. Hard to gauge a ginger. Yeah, it is. I love the Jamie Foxx story about him. I'm going to say $400 million. $200 million. Okay. One of your favorites, Lou Diamond Phillips. Dude, Lou Diamond Phillips is awesome. 62. Exactly right. And I'll say uh, $24 million. $6 million. For Dude, Lou. come on. Dude, what has he done? Richie Valens. Yeah, well, that was 1987. Uh, that's true. Same year Hunter was born. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, where's Isai Morales on that list? Dude, he's awesome. I love Isai Morales. What an actor. Last one for you. One of your favorites as well. Denise Richards. Ah, she's great. I'll say uh, 48. 53. Okay. Uh, uh, 4 million. Exactly right. Oh, perfect. Exactly right. All right. Five random questions uh, put together by Josh. Okay. Which YouTube video have you watched the most? Oh, that's great. That's really funny. I got to think about that. I got to think about that. Probably, um, dude, that's pretty good. The other night I watched the entire, on my TV, I had YouTube. You know, you can yeah. stream it. I watched the entire Rolling Stones at the Max concert. So good, but not not anything I've watched a lot. Uh, Between Two Ferns bloopers are so great. Yeah. When he asked Paul Rudd, what recommendation he would give for young actors to hide their Jewishness. Yeah. Dude, like what? And they just start laughing. Um, Dude, the questions he asks make me so, I mean, it's supposed to make you cringe. But, but when Holy he shit. the one he did to Obama was ridiculous. Obama. But when he said uh, to uh, McConaughey, when you were making true detective with Woody Harrelson, did you feel bad that there was a sack that wasn't being hacked? <laughs> Fucking McConaughey lost it. Dude, it's so great. Um, yeah, there's about four of them. Those are really funny. But uh, uh, stepbrothers outtakes, probably a lot. I don't know if there's anything in particular for you. Yeah, the two of them that I think I've watched the most. I've watched that girl sitting there stomping on the grapes so oh, many times funny. where she falls right out and can't yeah. breathe and live yeah. on TV. The other one, it's that reporter that's sitting there talking. And he's completely like in the news voice, and then a bug flies into his mouth. Oh, and yeah. And he completely turns into the Southern guy. Dude, I just watched the two guys from New York the other day. Were the one guy, the two old guys? Yeah. And uh, the one guy's at the apartment. Well, hey, I'll come down there and show you how to do your job. They're both like in their yeah. 70s, and they yeah. look like they want to fight. They do, 100%. Uh, there was something I was watching over the weekend, and the, the anchor was like on Dateline or something. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's the guy from the the old man video. Yeah. 
that one's that one's great. I never get sick of that one. Oh, and, and today I went down um, new documentary coming out about Phil Hendry. Oh, really? And Phil Hendry again. These are not all just that I've watched. But Phil did an interview on Adam Carolla that was really good. Dude, I would love... Phil comes down to San Diego. Dude, I got to find a way to get him in here. How old is Phil now? 60s. Is that right? Maybe 70. Dude, that fucking guy is unbelievable. But there's a documentary coming out about him. I'd love to have him on. That'd right? Be awesome. Yes. Even if we got to plug him in through the phone. Oh, I'd love it. I, I got to find... Okay, I'm going to reach out because I was lucky enough to go see him live. Yeah. And he has ties. I'd love to him to tell the KFMB story, how he almost came here and freaked out Bob Bollinger and Dave Dave Sniff wanted him. Yeah. And Bollinger panicked, and so he ended up at KFI instead. Unbelievable. But uh, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna work on getting Phil on the show. All right. Next question: What's the best TV show over the last ten years? I like that. Dude, for me, it's Curb. I love Curb, man. Curb and and God dang, I was nervous with that lawn jockey the other day. Holy dude, I, since JB Smooth came on that show, like it was always good. Yeah, Richard Lewis was great, always great on that show, right? Um, uh, Super Dave was so great on that show. Ted Danson's always great. Dude, JB Smooth makes me laugh like in a way it hurts. Yeah, um, and he was fat shaming the dog on episode one. And when he lost his shit about the lawn jockey the other day, uh, curb. <laughs> it stands outside the window. What the fuck? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, consistent show. I mean, there's not, there's not a lot that I, that I really hang with. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Breaking Bad's older than than ten years. It's yeah, I think it is. I was just thinking of that when I asked the question. When was Breaking Bad? Yeah, Breaking Bad was going on when we were at Free FM. It. You know what? Do you have? Uh, I think I told you this. I've been watching Pluto TV. Pluto TV okay. is free TV. Yeah, I but think it I... comes with my, the new TV that I just bought. Yeah, and um, like I'm watching Family Ties. I'm watching Cheers. I'm oh, watching yeah, all, all, all these shows yeah. that just run nonstop, twenty four seven. Yeah, like there's a Family Ties channel. You know what I didn't watch? I just thought about the other day. I didn't watch season two at all of the winning time. Oh, it's great. It's worth going back. You'll love it. Yeah. I didn't watch. Yeah. I mean, I knew Jerry. Yeah. It was great. And John C. Riley was great as Jerry yeah. Buss. I yeah. didn't watch that. I don't know. What would you say? I just say curb. I'd go curb. I agree with you. Okay. Because I think Breaking Bad's more than 10 years. I, I got to watch Billions, though. You said that was good, right? I liked Billions. I did like oh, it. Oh, dude. If hang you on. Paul hang Giamatti, on. Paul you'll love it. Hang on. I love Curb. I almost blew it. Succession, dude. Succession. The last season of Succession. See, I thought season two dragged. I, I don't. I, okay. But the last season was unbelievable. That, dude, the last one and, and Connor's wedding. Holy shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'll I, put Succession and Curb. I saw I'll go Curb over Succession. Oh. What's the most impressive thing you've ever done? I like that. Um, I don't know, man. I think just for me, just personally, I mean, I'm pretty lucky in that I look at things that we've done professionally away from radio that I'm pretty happy with. Yeah. Pretty, pretty proud of. Yeah. I think just having a relationship with my kids. That's I think, what I, would say I think me. when my, 
when my kids text me when I'm gone in Toronto and saying, hey, can we clear out time for a call tonight? That's a shit for me. Yeah. Nothing else matters. No, I'm with you on that. I remember uh, my dad, before he passed, he said to me, he goes, you're a much better father, <laughs> father than I ever was. And I was like, I am. Yeah. No, and, I'm and same thing. I know he was, he wanted me to give him an out, but I never did. Yeah. You know, I wanted him. I know he wanted me to say something different, but I go, I am. I put a lot more effort into it than he did. Um, When we're here, either we here Sunday or Monday. I know you got a couple of questions. Remind me because on my phone, I found an F you of the day that we did. Yeah. From 1090. Okay. It's on my phone and it, it's too long to play now, but I'll play it. It's really funny hearing it back. Uh, Johnny Pratt's on it. You and cool. I are on it. The opens on it. It's funny, but like, I like all that shit, but no, man, it, nothing. It's eclipse and just having the friendships that we have. The other day was national radio day. Yeah. Yeah. I just found that funny, right? World radio day. And so I just put it up and, and put up a couple of pictures of friends that we've lost john leslie i meant to put up nicole piner just some others that stevie west mm -hmm. i put up um somebody else that i had up too i can't think of who sam bass oh sam bass yeah of course and uh anyway you're just looking at messages from friends that have all been lucky enough to to experience what we had and then uh just out of the random there's a message from caner saying hey i love you and caner dude lorcade's the coolest kid so yeah, I mean, I think they being able to do what we did and make the friendships that we had, all, all great. But, but being the dad's number one. Next question, how often do you remember your dreams? Um, I remember, I was laughing about this with my ex the other day because I told you I had a dream. I was in Toronto and I was such an asshole to her <laughs> that I had to wake up in the morning and text Just, her. Oh, okay. And be like, I didn't, and she's like, no, it happened. It happened. I was like, no, it didn't. It happened in my dream. And then I told you I won $17,000 in that game where you drop the quarter and like the little shovel pushes it over the edge. Yeah. I won $17,000 on that game. And the guy was like, yeah, that's great. I'm like, that's too many quarters. <laughs> like 68,000 quarters. What am I going to do with that? Um, but the funniest, I had two dreams that I always remember. I'm um, having dinner with my friend Wendy tomorrow night. I'll remind her. I, there was a girl in Cardiff that's like this really cute girl, freckles, short, yeah. like really fun. I had a dream 25 years ago that like six of us were in jail and she was one. And she's like the nicest girl you'd ever meet. But in this dream, she was awful. And uh, we'd go into yogis and I'd be like to Wendy. I'd say, oh, fuck. <laughs> there she is. She's like, shut up. It was a dream. But the greatest dream I ever had happened in high school. I've told this. I had a dream that I was at Live Aid and I was the lead singer for Power Station singing Bang a Gong. Embarrassing. I know. Of all, the, of all the people that played Live Aid and, and like when they show highlights of Live Aid, I'm never even on. Of course. They should fucking Freddie Mercury. Okay, we get it. What the fuck am I? <laughs> Nothing. What about for you? You remember your dreams? Hardly ever. Hardly ever. Even if I think I remember a dream, by the time I walk from the, the bedroom to the bathroom, I've, I've forgotten it. Yeah. Hardly Nothing ever. else. But do you have any ones like... Oh, my best one ever, I, I told you, is after Jake passed, where I had a dream, and it was as vivid as can be. And I can like remember it now, but it was... Jake and I spent like eight hours together. Dude, that'd in be York incredible. And just sitting on a bench talking. Dude, that, that's... Yeah. 
That's wild, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Like literally from the view, I think we're sitting in New Jersey looking across the river at New York City. Dude, how fucking great is that? But he was he wasn't alive and we were talking about dying and everything. It was it was wild. Dude, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. But I remember when I said to him, uh, Jake's been uh, passed away now for five years, but I said to him, you know, what, what's it like when you die? Yeah. And he goes, you'll see. You'll be here in two years, he told me. Oh, thanks. Well, I've made it through five, so. Yeah. Well, it's like him just fucking with you. Oh, yeah. I meant to say 42. <laughs> that's him. Fucking with me is right. Yeah. All right. If you keep dreaming about the same person, will you reach out to them? I... I the only thing I can't even tell you who I'm such an asshole. I can't even tell you who was in power station with me. So no, I don't know. I uh, know. That's funny. This just happened to me in the last couple months. Actually. Yeah. You were saying, yeah. With Stevie Woods, uh, with right? Steve Woods. Yeah. Steve Woods and I hadn't spoken for like three years. And then, uh, I, I kept dreaming that something was not right with him. Yeah. His health wasn't good. It was weird. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to reach out to, him. or my son told me, reach out to him. Yeah. You have to life's too short, man. You can't have grudges. With anybody. <laughs> Two things happened off of that. One was, uh, we, we kind of fixed our friendship. Good. Two, uh, we, we did fix our friendship. I'm not going to say kind of, we did fix our friendship. Um, and then the second thing was after I called and said, Hey, is your health? Okay. Yeah. Literally he was in the hospital that night. Dude, that was weird. Don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know, but yeah, it was strange, but it, it is different. I am glad it was one of the best phone calls I ever yeah. made because you sit there and go, life's too short. Dude, we love that kid. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you got to play take on woods. No, I did not. But he'd beat me, but we did talk about it. I said, dude, I go, I go maybe two times. If I got in five for five, I go, it's amazing that you knocked this out. Yeah. No, I would never beat him. That's for sure. I wouldn't even call. I hate, I hate when people call, by the way, and go 0 for 5. Why are you even calling? Get off. It's embarrassing as shit. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Go home, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right. We're going to be back. Uh, want to come back on Sunday? What yeah, we'll do? see you back here Sunday night. Okay, good deal. Better go away. 
positive video game Put a smile on my face Last stop sign was paralyzed But I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a handyman Cussing on TV What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door I laughed so hard I hardly before 